listening to The Wellness Project. I'm your host, Des, and this is episode number 130. Before we get started today, I would greatly appreciate it if you would head over to iTunes and Spotify and leave me a review. It helps my podcast to grow and it helps to get the word out and help other people with their mental health. Thanks so much for joining me today. On today's episode, I speak with Jackie Stewart, which is so funny because I spoke with her husband, Toussaint Stewart, and had a great conversation with him. You can listen to his episode. It was number 124. If you loved his episode, you are surely going to love Jackie's episode as well. I'm so excited and so grateful that I got to speak with them both. Today, Jackie and I are discussing how a dysregulated nervous system impacts your mental health and somatic practices and how they can help to heal your mental health. This is going to be such a great conversation. I'm so glad that you're here today. Help me welcome Jackie. Hi, Jackie. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Desiree. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I am so looking forward to this conversation because we're going to be talking about somatic practices the nervous system, regulation, dysregulation. So I'm really looking forward to that. But to get us started, I would love if you could introduce yourself, who you are, your journey with your mental health, how you got to where you are today. Absolutely. Yeah. So my name is Jackie Stewart. I, um, I'm a podcast host um, myself. So I have my own podcast where I'm like really sharing my story. And then I'm also a coach helping people um, in their I want to say development of authenticity and just living a life that feels really aligned to them using somatic practices and nervous system regulation techniques to like really expand into what it is that they truly desire and replacing limiting beliefs with more positive aligned beliefs to what they want out of life. And just currently I'm embracing the idea and launching a program to help people really start their own intuitively led business. How I got here was basically last year my husband and I went through a major crisis in our marriage that um, just brought up a lot of trauma and a lot of like anxiety on both of our parts because things were coming up that we didn't expect after our um, second child was born and um, it really led us into this like chaos of emotions and chaos of sensations in our body that we didn't have the capacity to feel and just be with and then this crisis and these traumas that were coming up actually almost led to a divorce luckily we were able to navigate it with the help of our therapist or couples therapist but even as we were like managing this crisis finding back to each other and realizing no we can actually heal and manage all of this as we are a married couple Um, I realized that I was still struggling with a lot of worry and anxiety that I have never experienced in my life before. Obviously, I have had an anxious moment before, but after a crisis, it felt more like constant anxiety, constant worrying, constant what-if scenarios, all of these things. And it was so big that in my regular therapy, as I was talking to my therapist and she told me, yeah, this is just something that a lot of people have you know it's not really something to worry about in terms of you can live with that you can manage that if it gets really bad you can take medications and you know she tried to cognitively help me understand this anxiety better and how to relate to it but none of that really felt right i just felt like okay but before my husband and i had this crisis i was not this anxious person and now i am and it just didn't make sense i didn't feel like myself 
And I just really felt like there had to be more to that. And as I was like navigating this question of like, there has to be more, I actually stumbled across a Instagram account where somebody was talking about like regulating your nervous system. And she had this monthly class where she would do all of these somatic practices. And, you know, she healed like long-term physical illness and mental illness through these practices. And then in the session that I had with my husband and our couples therapist, she suggested for me to do somatic practices. So I was like, oh, okay. So she's talking about it. I just read about it on Instagram. Maybe the universe is pointing me into that direction. So I joined her class and after just one hour, I felt like a completely different person. And by completely different, I do not mean back to where I was before a crisis, before like this anxiety started. No, I meant like a version of myself that I forgot existed, that was so grounded, so full of joy and just so present. Like I remember walking out of this room and my husband telling me, girl, you feel completely different. Like what's going on with you? Through this experience and then her education on how vital the nervous system is in our mental health, physical health, literally anything that we are doing in life, it just really helped me understand that, okay, if I want long-term healing, then this is the path that I have to go. Oh, wow. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. So many things I want to get into that is so powerful. And I'm so glad that you and your husband did not get a divorce because for our listeners to know, I actually just interviewed Toussaint and um, his episode is out already. So, so funny. That is Jackie's husband. So you could go check out his podcast episode as well. You guys are such a power couple. So I'm so happy to hear that you guys worked everything out with couples therapy, these somatic practices. So there's a lot I want to get into here. So can we start out with what exactly is a somatic practice? And that class that you took, what did that look like? Yeah. So, oh my God, that's such a good question. So somatic, I for, it's a great terminology, but basically it means the body, right? So it, it means you integrate the body in your healing practice. Therapy as we know it, like the very classical talk therapy as we know it, usually involves you talking to another person about your problems, about emotions that are going on right you cognitively process what's happening in your life and how you feel about it somatic says let's put that cognitive approach to the side and let's just really drop into your body and feel how you feel for one this approach to feel your feelings don't talk or don't analyze your feelings and then the other thing is your body speaks the language of sensation and touch if you want to teach your body and I think it's before I go into it, it's really important to understand the brain only communicates 20% to the body, whereas the body communicates 80% up to the brain. So if we just cognitively approach things, then it's literally just 20% that gets trickled down into the body and the sensations that we feel into our body. But if we approach the body, you know, it's the overwhelming amount of like communication. So it will trickle up into your head and make your cognitive experience better, right? So somatic practices really mean that you use different modalities and different ways of touching your body that signal safety to your survival brain and to your body to actually show your body that it's safe. Oh, gotcha. Okay, great. 
And can you give some examples of how somebody would work with their body and do this somatic practice? There's different ways to doing that. Meditation, for example, is one, right? And by meditation, I mean more so like focusing on the breath and the mindfulness of the present moment. Breath work is another one, especially diaphragmic breathing, because it stimulates the vagus nerve, which is like the main nerve of your nervous system. And then when it comes to like touch techniques, for example, the containment hug, which means you hug yourself by placing your right hand under your left armpit and your left hand over your right shoulder. So as you're hugging yourself, your arms that are crossing your heart space signal your body that this heart space is safe, right? And you're actually like hugging yourself, which means you feel like you're being touched. That signals safety to your body. Another practice that you can do is completing the stress cycle. So if we look at anxiety, for example, anxiety really is just your nervous system being in flight mode, right? There is a threat that your body experiences and it thinks it has to flee because your nervous system job is to keep you safe 24 seven. So your body generates all of the survival energy, which we experience as anxiety, trying to make us run from whatever threat there is. But in reality, there is no threat, right? So in order to complete the stress cycle, um, meaning giving your body what it actually needs, which is trying to run from a threat, you can shake your body, like shake your whole body and shake that energy out. You can actually just use your arms and make that running motion. You don't actually have to run, right? You can just make that running motion telling your body you're completing the stress cycle or you can lay flat on the floor the best thing is on a hard floor, so don't really use a soft surface because that helps your body understand where its boundaries are and detect where the floor starts and where your body starts. That brings your brain back into the present moment. So it helps your body um, locate you in time and space. Okay, great. Those are great exercises. Thank you for sharing those. When you're talking about our nervous system being dysregulated, how would somebody know that their nervous system is dysregulated? I know you mentioned the anxiety, but are there any other symptoms that somebody should look out for? That's a very good question. Your body speaks to you, letting you know what state it is in. If we look at the different nervous system states, there is the ventral vagal, which is the regulated state, right? In that state, you feel joyful, you feel connected, you feel ease, you feel very grounded in your body. And then there is the fight or flight, which is when you will feel very angry, that's more the fight response, or very anxious, panicky, urgent, that's the flight response. And then we have the next level, which is the dorsal shutdown. That's where depression lives. So if you feel very depressed, numb in your body, if you feel maybe even disassociated, that's a sign that your body is in dorsal shutdown. So that's a protective mechanism where your body plays dead because it cannot handle the overwhelm of threat that it perceives there is. And then there is a combination called freeze that lives between fight or flight and shutdown. That's when your body is kind of like pivoting back and forth between activation, sympathetic activation, so fight or flight, and then back into dorsal shutdown because the activation is too much. One thing that you can use in order to identify what state you're in is the sensations in your body. Literally, what do you feel in your body? Do you feel anxiety? Do you feel a lot of anger? Do you feel numb, right? This is kind of like, okay, what are the sensations in my body and where are they located to help you understand what state you are in? And then another way that your body is using in order to speak with you are your thoughts. What are your thought patterns? 
are you having a lot of what if thoughts? That's a very clear sign that you are in sympathetic activation. Are you having a lot like the flight mode? Are you having angry thoughts in terms of like, I hate this, I hate everybody, oh my God, I wanna punch something. If this person says one more thing, I'm gonna punch them or everything sucks, like just really these type of thoughts, then that's a pretty clear sign that you're in fight activation. If you have more thoughts like, this is all too much, I absolutely cannot do this, there's no sense to anything, I'm totally overwhelmed, maybe even more like I don't want to live anymore type of thoughts, that's a pretty clear sign that you were in the shutdown area and disassociating. And then freeze would be a combination of these both. For example, you tell yourself or you're thinking, oh my God, I really got to get this done. Like you have a lot of urgency, but you have absolutely no clue what to do. It's this, uh, I have so much on my plate, but I'm totally overwhelmed by it. I need to get this done, but I don't know where to start. These are pretty clear thoughts telling you that you are in freeze mode. Oh, great. That is so important for all of us to know. And we have such a disconnection between our mind and our bodies. Mm -hmm. How can somebody foster a connection between their mind and body? Because I think a lot of us experience a lot of the symptoms that you were just talking about, but it's so easy to push them aside and ignore it and just go about our day and, and ignore these clear signals that our bodies are giving us. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the main reasons why we are so disconnected from our body is because we fear our feelings. Like we are afraid of the sensations in our bodies. And, you know, usually when we are, so let's say you feel anxious and you feel really triggered by it and it's actually creating more anxiety. I think one of the best ways to um, figure out why that is, right, is to ask yourself, what am I believing right now that's causing me to be so afraid or to be so overwhelmed or to feel so angry, like kind of like challenging that underlying belief. And then obviously I think the best way to start off is to really get familiar with simple somatic practices that you can integrate wherever you are, whatever you're doing, um, just to help you in the moment. Because what happens is if you're feeling something and your nervous system does not have the capacity or it's also called the window of tolerance in order to feel that emotion, you will be triggered and then you will be very dysregulated, right? So having some of these tools at hand just to regulate yourself back into your window of tolerance and once you're there, meaning you, you feel a little bit better but you might still feel dysregulated, but there's enough space between you and what you're feeling to now get a little bit more curious, right? To now say, okay, I'm feeling a little bit better. I can try to just feel the emotion for the sensation for a little bit, or let me explore what kind of thoughts are triggering this emotion. I think that's a really good way to start. And then the ultimate thing is to really work with somebody who has experience in, experience in helping people with nervous system regulation and somatic healing, because like I said, when you start to feel your feelings, that might be really scary if you have never been taught how to feel your feelings as a child. Oh, yes. I really, as soon as you said that, that we fear our feelings. Oh yeah. That is so true. I see that all the time. And there's that whole thought of that there's good feelings and bad feelings. And we 
push those bad feelings away. And it's, it's so important to feel our feelings because when we push them down, when we ignore them, when we stuff them, they come out in our lives in other ways, like these ways that you're talking about. That's so important to recognize. And so it sounds like a dysregulated nervous system has a huge impact on our mental health. So I know that you've talked about how you believe our dysregulated nervous system is the root cause of mental health struggles. Can you talk about that a bit? Yeah, absolutely. For one, if you look at what is really just happening in your body, it is really just a a severely dysregulated nervous system. And the thing is, the more severely we are dysregulated, especially in like the realm of disassociation, right? This is where a lot of what we consider mental illnesses live. So for example, if you are somebody who feels very depressed, then no, it's not that you are depressed. Like you don't have, it's not this cognitive thing that's going on or this brokenness that's going on. It's literally that your body, your nervous system is overwhelmed and is shutting down to ultimately keep you safe. If you are somebody who's been diagnosed with anxiety or any type of um, anxiety disorder, your body just has um, survival energy trapped and accumulated in your body that needs to be released, right? Your body is actually just signaling you, I'm holding on to stuff that I don't want to hold on to. Can we just get rid of it? Most of the time when your body feels safe enough, so when your body feels safe enough to process things, these things will come up like it's a good sign. If you're like, let's say you've been feeling fine for a week or so, and all of a sudden you feel anxious again, and you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, I'm having an anxiety attack, or no, your body feels safe enough to process what's going on inside of its body. Like, let's use some of these tools to actually let it come up and out, right? Because that's what emotions want. Emotions mean energy in motion. Like, they want to be moved. They want to be released. There are people out there, and my husband is actually a really good example of it, he was diagnosed with bipolar disorder years ago, even though he doesn't, he never really felt like that was really what's going on. And then until last year where, you know, that was kind of like the crisis happening in our marriage, he had a lot of like mental health issues that doctors were bringing back to his bipolar disorder. But once he started to use a somatic approach to his childhood trauma, everything got cleared. And now he's no longer experiencing any of these challenges. In fact, he's no longer on medication. People who are actually accessing these trapped emotions and this trapped energy in their bodies and releasing it incrementally over time have experienced long-term healing from severe mental health, quote-unquote, illnesses. This has been such a powerful conversation as somebody who struggles with anxiety and has a generalized anxiety disorder. This has been so insightful. I've learned so much from you. This is going to bring so much value to our audience. So thank you so much for being here. Do you have any last words of wisdom or advice for our listeners today or myself? (laughs) Yeah. So all I really hope is that people listening to this episode, that they feel at least curious to check out what nervous system really is nervous system regulation really is about and to also challenge what we believe about um, mental health in these days even though we've made like this huge step forward to like destigmatizing the challenges that we experience knowing that there are people who experience long-term relief people who heal 
mental illnesses or disorders long-term through somatic healing and to just get curious about what it is that your body's trying to tell you, knowing that your body and your nervous system always have your best interest in mind. Like its job is to protect you 24 seven. I think with that in mind, then knowing the sensations that are coming up in your body are actually just sensations that you are totally safe to feel. I think that can already change a lot on how we relate to the sensations in our bodies. Oh, great. Jackie, this has been so amazing. Can you please share where all of our listeners can find you? Absolutely. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at the.jackiestewart. Um, I do share a variety of somatic practices on my Instagram. Um, I also have a podcast called um, the Jackie Stewart podcast, where I do talk about nervous system regulation, not just in the context of mental health, but also just like expanding your life and living expanding your consciousness, rewiring your brain. So I talk a lot about that. And then if people are really curious about exploring what nervous system regulation is, I do have workshops um, in English and in German available um, with like the basics about the nervous system, why it's so important, learning the language of your nervous system. So understanding these pat these thought patterns and the sensations in your body, and then a variety of practices that people can use right away. Amazing. Everyone, all of those links are going to be in the show notes. So make sure you go check out Jackie. Jackie, thank you so much for being here today and sharing all of this. This has been so amazing. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Desiree. Jackie, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your story and all of this great information about our nervous system, how it impacts our mental health, and about somatic practices. I've been learning quite a bit about somatic practice lately, and I've really been enjoying what I'm learning. So I loved chatting with Jackie today. Every episode of The Wellness Project has an episode page full of all of these links. You can find today's episode information, detailed show notes, and all of Jackie's links where to find her at accordingtodes.com forward slash 130. Make sure you become a part of my Facebook community. I'm in there every single day with mental health content. You can find that at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash according to Des. And make sure you join my email list. When you sign up, not only will you stay up to date with everything I have going on for you, all of my offers, blogs, podcast episodes, everything that you can check out, you will also get a free weekly wellness checklist that you were able to download and print every single week and fill that in. It will help you to make sure you are working on your wellness goals every single week. You can also follow me on Instagram at The Wellness Project with Des. If you liked this episode, I would appreciate you tagging me on social media and sharing this podcast episode or share your favorite episode so far. Thanks for tuning in today. I will see you in two weeks with another amazing guest. Talk to you then. 